0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask Jermaine. I am Nikki Willis, and I'm Jermaine. Well, babe, we are trudging right along through first quarter. Market is crazy right now. Uh, Very, very low inventory. So basically what that means, um, I know maybe you've heard um, something, is a buyer's market or a seller's market. So a buyer's market is when the buyers have so much inventory they can kind of take their time and what they want to buy it's basically the ball's in their court right um but a seller's market which is what we're in right now is the flip side right so the inventory is super low Mm -hmm. um and everybody's kind of chomping at the bit for the same houses Mm -hmm. and so it's super competitive right now and the question of the day is how can I increase my chances of getting my offer accepted? Mm. So, like I said, it's a seller's market. It's very, very competitive. Um, you know, people are putting in multiple offers right now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, that's the way 2020 has fared out so far. So, how. 2021. Oh my God, 2021. <laughs> it is 2021. Yeah. I am tripping. <laughs> so, uh, that's how 2021 has fared out so far. So how do we get our offers um, accepted in a competitive market?
1: Right, so like you said, this market is just bonkers right now. Yeah. Um, It's really unique because people are still moving to Las Vegas, people are still moving, period, in droves. Yes. Um, A lot of our clients, we have a lot of people inquiring, a lot of people, clients that we're working with moving from California, Mm -hmm. from Atlanta, from From Washington, uh, from from Washington, from Minneapolis, um, cold places um and so people are still having the need Mm -hmm. but then there's a not a lot of supply so um inventory is still very low uh the competition is very high right now so uh some of the things that you can do uh kind of break it down into two seconds so some of the things you can do on the buying side okay and then we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do if you're renting a house good um because some people are relocating here Mm -hmm. and they buy Something yeah People are relocating here and they want to rent
0: yeah. um, so
1: we'll talk about both and how to kind of increase your probability and chances of getting your offer accepted All right, awesome. um, so on the buying side um, the first thing that you want to do and you should have this if you're buying a house period mm-hmm. is have your pre-approval letter in hand or your proof of funds in hand so if you're paying cash mm-hmm. get your proof of funds letter from your bank or get yeah. your bank statement and have that ready yeah. if you're getting financing have your pre-approval already you know saved in the PDF ready to go um, and so have that already done so you don't be fumbling you don't be, be waiting for a pre approved letter you wait yeah. for your loan officer to you know email it to you, you already have it in hand um, and when you find that property you submit it with the offer okay so if you have a peer approval letter proof of funds you know you can write in the contract that you'll provide it within one day or three days submit it right when you submit the contract okay. so the people who own the house can see right off the bat along with your contract that you already have your financing in yeah. order or you're paying cash whatever the situation may be Um, That's the first thing that you want to do and you really should do that in any market. But in this market, I mean, it's just you're not really serious about buying a house if you don't do it right now because you're going to be losing out on a lot of properties. Yeah.
0: So for that person that says, you know, well, I don't want the seller all of my business or I don't want them to know how much I'm pre-approved for, what do you say to that buyer?
1: In the market that we're in, you have to know what it takes to get a contract accepted. And um, it used to be, you know, back in the day, we used to scratch yeah. out the price that people were pre-approved for. Right. Um, you know, that was great when you had a little bit more leverage and you can negotiate. Right. But a lot of times right now, you're paying the list price or even higher to just get the property. Right. Um, so you're negotiating to get the property versus negotiating, you know, a slider scale of price. Um, okay. But that's kind of like a a thing of the past to where you don't put the dollar amount on the pre-approved letter and just because you're pre-approved for an amount doesn't mean that you're willing to pay a lot higher so it just lets the seller know that, you that you're qualified qualify. yeah, yeah. let's sell okay. you're qualified. so you would rather let the seller know that you're qualified mm-hmm. than leave it to chance and they may say
0: I don't know about you know just borrow if they're you know qualified or ready to go exactly and like you're saying the key is to get that offer accepted yeah so mm-hmm. Take the ego out. We are in negotiations, right? So um, that's good stuff. What's a, another point?
1: Um, the second thing that I recommend that you do in this market is remove as many contingencies um, mm. out of the contract as possible. And for those who don't know um, what a contingency is, basically in layman terms, is something that can get you out of the contract. Okay. Um, so a contingency is financing. So if you don't get financing within specifics. Um, period of time Mm -hmm. or the specific um, terms that you put, that's something that can get you out of the contract. Um, You have an appraisal contingency. So if the property doesn't appraise, you can get out of the contract. You have an inspection contingency. So if you find something wrong or something that you don't like with the condition of the house, you can get out of the contract. So in this market, The more contingencies that you put in the contract, it makes it uh, less competitive getting your offer accepted. So you want to remove as many contingencies as possible out Mm -hmm. of the contract. So I know it sounds like, oh my gosh, removing contingency, but um, in this market, you got to know what you're competing against. So a lot of people are saying, I'm buying the house as is. No inspection, and but a home I want a home warranty, or mm-hmm. buying a house as is, no inspect, no uh, inspection contingency, and um, you know they're
0: making sure they're buying the house that's updated. Um, that's good yeah. stuff. I think too, This is a good time to say, make sure you get a realtor that knows what they're doing. <laughs> okay, this is the part that um, where negotiations <clears throat> are key. Um, when you're talking about removing contingencies. That realtor really needs to know, you know, what's going on with the house. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. They need to be knowledgeable about uh, what you can take as well. So um, so that's good stuff. Any other advice Um, for the buyer? uh,
1: Yeah, for sure. So one of the things that a lot of people don't think about is, um, you know, right now you have to be creative to get your contract accepted. One of the creative things that you can do is... There's a certain amount of things that no matter what price a person offers for a house, mm-hmm. that the seller pays for. No matter who buys the house, it's a seller expense. Okay. Um, that the seller have to pay for. So you can actually offer mm-hmm. to pay these expenses that are normally a seller expense, like the transfer fee. Okay. A you know, transfer fee is something that you could uh, offer to pay mm-hmm. that the seller doesn't have to pay. That makes your contract be more um, a lot more attractive. Look a lot more attractive. <laughs> a lot more attractive, and it helps numbers wise on the seller. It helps the seller net a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, another reason that you can do this is you don't have to put that amount on top of the list price. And we're going to talk about that here soon. Um, So it's not an expense that goes on top of the sales price or the list price or something that you pay for that people don't think about. They just think about buyers cost like club cost home warranty mm-hmm. things like that um, but things like the transfer fee mm-hmm. and also a home warranty if you want a home warranty um, offer I definitely recommend that you get a home warranty down. especially if you're moving an inspection contingency yes. but offer to pay for it yourself so it's like would you lose buying a house over $400 $500 yeah probably not yeah. so um, so uh, transfer fee warranty those are things that you can offer to pay for that the seller normally pays for Mm -hmm. in a contract to make your contract um, more um, competitive
0: that's good stuff
1: yeah um another thing is this is kind of a no-brainer but i kind of want to put the spin on it or the the caveat to it. Okay. Um. So everybody wants to negotiate. Nobody wants to pay the exact price for everything. <laughs> okay. So right now with our market being so tight, low inventory, super competitive, a lot of people are bidding over the list price, mm-hmm. way over the list price to get properties. Yes. So here's the thing that you can do. You can stipulate in the contract that if the house doesn't appraise for what you bid over the sales price or the list price, that you will pay the difference if it doesn't appraise. So let's kind mm-hmm. of break it down okay. into numbers. So let's say house is two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. That's the asking price. You may be at two hundred and eight thousand. Okay. All right. So we get our appraisal, the house may only price for two hundred and five thousand. Mm-hmm. So if that house appraises less than the sales price, then you're willing to pay the difference which would be three thousand dollars in this scenario.
0: Okay. So now from the buyer's perspective, <clears throat> right? They've got this appro- pre- pre-approval letter mm-hmm. for let's say 210000 is appraised at 20, uh, 205. dollars mm-hmm. um, What does the bank cover?
1: The bank is only going to cover what the house appraises for. Okay. So they will only lend up to that appraisal amount. Anything mm-hmm. over that is stuff that you'll have to pay or in a not-so-tight market that you would go back and renegotiate the price with the seller. and That's not Mm -hmm. to say that you can't still go back and renegotiate the price with the seller if the appraisal is low, Okay. but from the start, you can make your contract more attractive by saying, hey, not only am I willing to pay higher than the list price, but if Mm -hmm. it doesn't appraise, I will pay the difference, if it's possible. Okay. That's just one of the things right. you can do if it's possible. It depends on your particular situation. Right. Um, but if you have the means to
0: do that, that can make your contract a lot more competitive. That's good. That's good. So um, so just to reiterate, uh, the bank will only fund what the property is appraised for. for so sure. you will have to come up with a difference uh, on your own, from your own resources. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's good stuff. So, um any other things on the buy the buying side? Um, I think that's it. I mean, okay. just if you see something that you
1: like and mm-hmm. you think that you can work with it, you can see yourself in there, if you don't have a major, you know, alarm or something going off yeah. saying, Hey, don't buy this house, yes. You know, it's kinda like why not write an offer on it versus should I write an offer on it? You know, because if you mull it over, think about it too long, it's most likely gonna be gone on the on the buying side. Um, something a little bit higher price, higher price stays on the market a little bit longer. Um, but you got a lot of people coming from all over the United States where the prices are a lot higher. So our prices are a uh, our prices are a, a, a deal compared to California, New mm-hmm. York, certain other places. Um, so true. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it on the okay. side.
0: So that's the buying side. Let's go over to the renting side. Let's mm. talk about leasing. Um, a property. So how can I get my application to um, a higher chance of being accepted?
1: Yeah. um, On the renting side, if you're renting a house or renting a condo, Um, As far as your application, um, it's super competitive also on the renting side. One of the major things that you can do on the rental side is when you submit an application is to submit a complete application. Mm -hmm. So what do I mean by a complete application? So you submit your application, whether it's online or it's a paper application. But along with the application, you have a copy of your driver's license already printed out. Save it on your computer or your phone save. as a PDF and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever proof of income that you have, whether it's an offer letter from your company, if you're relocating, um, get that offer letter from your company, have that ready to go. Um, if you have check stubs, get your past two months check stubs printed out or saved mm-hmm. as a PDF. Um, and then if you have uh, um, pay stubs. You know get a month's worth of pay stubs already ready to go so you submit a complete application so they're not waiting on other pieces of the application so while they're waiting on you to turn in a complete application they could be getting other applications. Yes so true. Yep that's right. the big thing there is submit a
0: complete application. Okay
1: submit a complete application what else? Um, I know it kind of sounds kind of a little kooky but a lot of times you want to consider is right now we can put up to 50 photos um, of a property online or on MLS, and things that we do, we do virtual tours from people, for people, so you can see the video. A lot of times, a lot of, uh, you know, our clients are having to submit an application before they physically see the property. Okay, so Um, sight
0: unseen. Yeah, so you
1: can look at room sizes, you can look at schools, you can look at the zip code, the area where the property is, pictures, video, all online. So a lot of times, especially if you're relocating and you have a drop dead day where you have to be wherever you're at and start work or something yeah sometimes you may have to submit an application before you physically see it Mm -hmm. now you can always physically come see it before you um put the deposit down or before you sign the lease Um, but if you see something again that you like you you can work with you might have to submit an application before physically seeing it
0: okay all right good stuff what else um to make sure that we have the highest probability of getting an application um accept
1: it you know one of the things that we do is we recommend and we tell people to look at the new listings so right now if a property's been on the market for a week or longer it's probably got multiple uh, an application on it or multiple applications on it as possible so focus on the new listings the stuff that just came on the market today okay um most of the time i'm looking at stuff that's been on the market for like three days Or less okay um so focus on new listings so if it's been on the market for 14 days that that company's admin It probably just they just need to take it out yes (laughs) it's a pending um lease or they already have an application on Mm -hmm. it they just haven't done it yet or they have applications in there waiting on something so focus on the new listings okay um
0: so that's 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 really important too because you really don't you know these applications cost money yeah. Uh, so you don't want to waste your money, you know, being 5th, 6th, you know, sometimes 12th in line. Yeah. And you know, you've put, you know, $75 application or a $50 per person application. Mm-hmm. You want to save your money. So looking finding these new listings mm-hmm. will really help you save money.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So for sure. So that's what I really focus on when I'm looking for properties for clients. Yeah. I'm looking at the new listings. So yeah. just came on the market. It's been on the market for 3 days or less. Okay. Um, So the last thing is you want to find out, call, email, um, or shoot a text to either that listing agent or have your agent find out. Um, Ask them if they have any current applications because that way you know right off the bat before you submit all your stuff and pay your money. If they already have an application or not. Yes. So um, usually Again, the, so you won't waste your time. Yeah, anyway. you waste your time anyway because some yeah. of these companies um, they process multiple applications. Mm-hmm. They take multiple applications in and at least you know so that you can make a decision do I want to go ahead and submit an application even though they have one already or not. Yep. Um, so you want to um, you want to check on the status. Mm-hmm. Make sure that that property is still available because a lot of times it may just be an admin that's not changed it in the computer yet, it's pending or leased out already. Um, And then ask them if they have any current applications on it now. Um, That's a big thing, yep.
0: So good. All right guys, so um, again, these were um, two, one for the buyer and then one for um, if you're going to lease or rent a property, um, ways that you can get your offer um, accepted. Um, or a higher chance of being accepted and um, ways that you can have your application having a higher um, acceptance rate as well. So um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this one. If you did, let us know. Um, if you got more questions or comments about this episode, definitely let us know in the comments below. Um, we also have, um, I know we've got some renters out there and some, some people that wanna lease properties. Um, we've got some other episodes and I will list those in the description below about you know how to prepare to lease a home Um, or lease a property, um, especially those of our friends who are moving from out of town or relocating here to Las Vegas. Um, So I'll put those in the description below. And um, if you have any questions for us, make sure you give us a call, 702-249-9061. You can also email us at thewillisteamlv at gmail.com, or you can visit our website at thewillisteamlv.com. Um, Thank you guys so much for joining us and we will see you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.